The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. It's the end of the year, baby. You're listening to the Functional Sportsaholic. Uh, we're going into week 17 of the NFL season. I'm bagging the power rankings, and I'm waiting for the playoff matches. We'll talk about you know some of the matchups in Super Bowl next week. Uh, we're going to talk about some NFL news. We got some NBA start to the season stuff uh, that we want to talk to. And then we're going to talk to, as we do towards the end of the year, a little fitness, a little Netflix. We'll see where it goes. You're listening, as usual, to Sean and Sam. Sam, how you doing, my man? What is up, bro? I don't know what day it is. I don't know what. Uh, it is a <laughs> Wednesday. It's a weird. It's a weird, weird time of the year for sure. It, it and it's always that way. I always lose track. Yeah, yeah for yeah. me, it's like the extended winter vacation. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, being gamefully employed again pretty soon. Here, it's looking pretty, pretty good. I got a few kind of companies, um, you know. I don't know, sniffing around. What do you say? I don't. I don't know. But um, you got a few. You got a few in the uh, batter's box, I guess. You yeah. The, um, in the in the pitcher's net. Yeah, like three three pretty good opportunities, unique opportunities between them. So it's uh, kind of a tough decision. But I'm definitely leaning towards one of them. But we'll see. We'll see. You know what happens. Some stuff has to shake out. And uh, I've had so many job offers to only be kind of removed by the COVID situation that I'm not uh, celebrating until I'm actually yeah there. yeah until that first check is cashed I'm not celebrating <laughs> yeah got you yeah got but you. um yeah so like the 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 um, NFL you know we're getting to week 17 and um you know I, I recorded the fantasy football almanac I recorded the get paid episodes earlier this week. And there are a bunch of huge games. There's only about three out of the 13 games that are not relevant for playoff positioning. And we get that because of, you know, there's a lot of teams with similar records in the AFC and in the NFC. And then um, it's also because of that seven seed. So now a lot more right. games are usually. So that's good. We're going to get a lot more starters in week 17, a lot more quality, I think, um, there. Uh, but the NFL same this year or next year is going to be taking advantage of that 17 game season, which right. is interesting. Um, you know, obviously that's going to make a lot more money for the, uh, for the NFL, which will also mean a lot more money for the players. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I guess it's nice. It's more football, but I really don't know what that looks like to me. Like, do they start the season earlier? Do they make the Super Bowl later? I don't it, like there's a lot of stuff. And then the NFL um, with the 16 game schedule, 14 divisions, it works out so beautifully that in your division, you play 14 common opponents a year. And I guess uh -huh. it'll be 14 out of 17 instead of 14 out of 16. I really don't know how they're going to do that. Um, so that's kind of weird. I almost wish they, you know, they would push towards a 20 game season and maybe that is the end game over the next 20 years. Who knows? I'm but. sure it is. I'm sure as they look at, you know, um, where the revenue is going and stuff like that and, you know, players wanting to be, um, compensated more for, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, with their, with their contracts and stuff. I'm sure we'll see it get to a point where they, where they are pushing for that, that 20 game mark. Yeah. It's, um, I, I, yeah, I really just don't know. I mean, I've always felt that the Super Bowl would be a lot cooler if it was on, say, President's Day weekend when there's a three-day weekend so that people can mm -hmm. watch on Sunday and, like, the people can really just, like, go crazy and have big parties on Sunday night and not have to go to work um, and have a bad day at work. Because, you know, everybody everybody in this country goes to a Super Bowl party and then they go to work the next day and they're either hungover or they're tired or something like that. And it's the least 
Um, outside of maybe Christmas Eve, it is the least um, <laughs> productive day on right, the work right, calendar. Right. You know, it's like or right. like July third, or like all these days before holidays are just not productive. I don't. I, the day after the Super Bowl is not productive. So, you know, the people that do show up functionally, they're talking about the game all day and the and the commercials and all that. So, I don't know, yeah. man. I don't know. I wish they would just I would, or have it on a Saturday, but I don't think the NFL will ever do that. There is, yeah, I'm I'm sure they won't. They want to keep that that Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, you know, it's kind of holy for them. Yeah, and you know people like to go out on Saturday, so more people are at home on Sunday traditionally, and they just you know they dominate the day. They have for decades, so I don't see why they would go away from that. But having it on President's Day weekend, when a lot of people get that day off, would be nice. But then you know if you get to more, and that that is what would happen, I guess. But that would then conflict with NBA All Star weekends, right? Because that's President's Day weekend generally. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, it's you know whatever, whatever. So, so well, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. They'll, Maybe they'll they'll yeah. They always they you know in any way to make some money they're they're gonna do that and you know it. I I mean I guess when they get to that point they they will have to push it back. I mean I guess if they do it next year they can start the season a little bit earlier and try to keep you know the Super Bowl around the same week or so um as normal yeah so that's kind of the dead dead part of you know most sports things besides uh basketball it's right before you get into march madness and all that other stuff so yeah what they could do i guess is um um and this is going to screw with like fantasy football seasons now does the, does the season end in week 17 instead of week 16 like a lot of anyway so uh uh-huh. but what they could do is the college football season starts usually now in in late august with a lot of teams and the college football season is going earlier so the nfl could actually start on labor day weekend which would make sense to me you know usually you get your big fantasy draft weekend out of the way labor day weekend and then you move forward um, right 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 Really, what it's going to do for me is take a, a week out of my book sales cycle. So it's going to cost me money. Money. That's what's that's what's going to happen. Ugh, jerks. Um, Dwayne Haskins release from Washington. Uh, yeah, I was. Gonna, yeah, I was going to touch on that. I know we talked about him. I think last week. Who's an idiot? Then it comes down to yeah. I just well, wonder who's going. Somebody's going to give him a chance. I and, wonder, and they should wonder, look. Wonder where that's going to where that's going to be. Uh, there, there are two things for me to complain about on this. The one um, undying complaint is I remind people who um, are newer to this network is I can get out this out, this outdated helmet for uh, for the YouTube audience. The, you know, my big thing with this is look when Dan Snyder bought this team um, from the Cook family in the '90s, uh, the late '90s. Ever since then, he's turned that gold franchise into just pure dog turd. It's, yeah. it, he is the worst owner in sports outside of maybe Don Sterling for the L.A. Clippers in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, and who, he, who was banned? Who was banned you because know. of racism? That's basically right. what it's going to take Snyder to, to be forced to sell the team. Because the other thing is, the other NFL owners like him because he makes money with crap. He's turned his right. key asset into crap, and he continues to make money. So right. ownership, you know, believe me, ownership's not in any hurry to get rid of Dan Snyder. Would the Washington football team be more valuable if they had a better owner and they could compete if they had a winning organization? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. You know, that's a blue-chip franchise when it's rocking. I mean, they had um, – and this is, again, for people long-term listeners of the show, they know this, but I've been a season ticket holder of that franchise on two separate occasions, and I'm 38 now. I think 30. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I lose track. I don't think about age, but I, I'm in my late 30s, right? Mid. 
yeah, as Sam would say, the mid thirties. But I'm I'm it's clearly in my late thirties. Um, but I've had season tickets to this franchise twice. When I applied for my season ticket, um, originally I was eighteen years old, and it was like a thirty year waiting list, forty year waiting list. I've had them twice. This is what Dan Snyder does. If your key asset is good, I wouldn't have even gotten them yet. But Dan Snyder sucks. So anyway, Dan Snyder, um, Haskins went to the same high school that his son goes to now. He's a local kind of guy. He has one good season in Ohio State. Good for Dwayne Haskins for having a good season. He obviously has talent. But the book on him is that he's kind of immature. This is coming out of the draft. He was kind of immature. Um, his work out ethic. Out of shape. Out of like shape. He's, yeah, he's out of shape. Yeah. Work ethic wasn't quite there, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and the staff, and this is back when Jay Gruden was the head coach there, the, the, the scouts and the coaching staff didn't want him because he didn't fit what they wanted to do offensively. Now, Dan mm-hmm. Snyder at this point probably knew he was going to be firing Jay Gruden anyway. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think the cocaine parties were probably coming to an end there for the, uh, yeah, yeah. if you believe the reports, I'll, I'll just throw it out there. That's a news story out there. You alleged. Know. Alleged. Uh, well, we're going to say alleged cocaine party. Let me say my opinion, based on being so far into this franchise for 30 plus years of my life, my opinion is if there's negative press about Dan Snyder, believe it. You know? Right, right It's the right. court of public opinion, so, you know, you can, you can be the Washington Homer if you want. You can say, oh, you know, it's just a disgruntled ex-employee. Believe it. If Dan Snyder has negative press, believe it. He's a, he's a, bridge troll i can't stand the guy and he it's so bad that he's robbed me of the joy of the franchise and so i truly i do not wa- I, I do not root or i do not have an interest um in rooting for washington i just don't you know they have this big game against the philadelphia eagles this week um they win they're in the playoffs now i do root for alex smith i find myself drawn to the players like because there's uh-huh. you know I, I, there's a lot of history so like when i see it on the field i see the colors and I don't care about the name at all, as we've talked about. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. You know, the players on the field, I root for Alex Smith. But this is a this is an organization that has given multiple players staff infections and ended multiple careers, almost almost cost Alex Smith his leg. Mm-hmm. How do, how does a franchise like you say, oh, you know, you know, these infections happen? How does it always happen with one franchise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does it always I mean, even the freaking team doctors. They can't get it right. They can't get anything right. So when Dan, when Dwayne Haskins gets drafted and Dan Snyder pulls the Dan Snyder crap, he says, draft him. And this is, by the way, the same reason Washington kind of cost themselves in, in Gruden, uh, Kirk Cousins. They could have had him at 15 mil originally when Scott McLuhan said, hey, let's sign, um, let's just, you know, commit to the new quarterback. And Snyder wouldn't do it because he didn't want to make RG3 sad. And so then Cousins walks and whether or not Cousins is worth 27 mil, I don't think he's worth 27 mil, but he's worth 15 you know, you can win it. Right, right. I'm not saying Cousins is a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but his level of play at 15 mil a year, you can build around that. That's like, that's good financially. So anyway, when that team drafts a player with that profile, kind of mentally not there yet, he has to mature as a person and as a quarterback. He has the physical talent, but he has to mature mentally. He goes right. to the most dumb organization in professional sports and are, you know, currently, in my opinion, it was never going to work. It was a stupid draft pick. It went against scouts. It went against the coaching staff. Owner just says, I, I, this is the quarterback. And obviously incorrect. So anyway, right. you know, of course it's going to go wrong. And it's, you know, it's disappointing because, you know, Dwayne Haskins, is he ever going to be a successful quarterback? Well, he's got to change his mental game. Said the same thing mm-hmm. about Johnny Menzel. Like it, mentally, it's every bit, if not more important to be mental, uh, a mentally tough quarterback. And you got to have a work ethic. You can develop that. I'm not saying Haskins can't develop that. I'm saying if he never develops that, he's never going to be a success. So 
do the you know do I support the waving of Dwayne Haskins? No, I don't, because you could have traded him for a, or at least tried for, to trade him for a lower right. draft pick. This is classic somebody Washington. Would, somebody would have bid on him. Like, why would you let him go for nothing? Yeah. So now, and, and the reason he didn't get claimed off of waivers. The reason he didn't get claimed off of waivers, in my opinion, one, because it ended so badly, two, because we we have recency bias and the optics of him going to the strip club without the mask, you know, flouting team rules, his body language coming off on and off the field is awful, not a, a leader at the quarterback position, and he's got that rookie contract, which nobody wants to take on. But so they let him th- through waivers. But if you if you give that a couple months to breathe here, worst case scenario, you try to trade him, you know, after the free agency period. But I guess if you want to be nice to Haskins, he's going to be be a free agent. I'm cool with that. If you want to be cool, try to trade him, you know, in that in that short window, and then release him. But anyway, where is what's going to happen with him? I don't know. I saw a report today that Carolina is interested in him. Somebody's going to pick him up. I feel like yeah. I feel like the smart move for Washington would have been to keep him, um, deactivate him. Try to, look. The talent is there. You can see it. Try to trade him to like, um, you know. Um, the the, uh, the Cleveland Browns to back up Baker, or something like that. Like try Denver, to tr- Denver, you know, like you know, some some team like that would just you know take take a chance on somebody, you know. Um, what I, I don't know. Yeah, what I think will happen is you know teams will. If I'm Haskins, I don't make a move quickly. I wait. Um, you know, if Carolina's throwing big money, I guess you know you can sign with them or whatever. But I don't think Carolina's a great situation for him at all. Because they're going to draft a quarterback, and he's just going to be a lifelong backup. So if I'm Haskins, I'm trying to go somewhere where where the the, the veteran quarterback is already coming under fire, and maybe right. a new coaching. So I'm I'm waiting to see how the coaching staffs work out and all that. If I'm Haskins, but my honest opinion about how this is going to work out, I think it it, it feels a little bit more like um, Manziel to me. Is that maybe he mm-hmm. gets another opportunity, and you know he's got a sour attitude, and he gets bounced. And when he gets bounced a second time, he's not, probably not going to get a third chance. And then maybe we'll we'll hear about him when he's thirty, and he's got his head on her straight, and it, you know he's trying to make it like a Jamarcus it's Russell. Too, yeah, it's too it's too, too late, late once that happens. Yeah, so. and I mean the thing is, is this guy, you know, seeing clips and seeing him on, he just he looks like he's too cool for school, like that he's just like above it. And, you know, the best case scenario would be for him to be behind an Alex Smith and learn from a real pro. Yeah, right. But he doesn't seem he seems like he, you know, I should be in running stuff. I should be doing this. And, you know, um, he's got to get his uh, mental on straight or he, he will be out of the league very, very quick. Yeah, like I could see like a scenario. I don't I don't think this will happen, but a scenario where maybe he goes to Arizona next year to, to be the backup or the third stringer, or the emergency quarterback behind Tom Brady to see how a pro does it, right? Or you could say the same thing about, I don't know, Green Bay. Green Bay wouldn't want him, but New Orleans. New Orleans, I could see New Orleans taking a shot on him. Yeah, because I mean, Sean Payton, famous, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah like, take a shot. And yeah. then, you know, and then you learn behind Breeze, you're behind Taysom Hill, but you're a different style quarterback, so you can do some things differently. You could still do a little bit too quarterback and all that stuff, and you're behind a good all. But I, I, really what I think will happen is, is is his attitude. He's got to get that on right. He's He will get another chance. He better, and he does, to his credit, he does say the right things in the press. Like, you never hear a bad quote right. out of him. So he's got good people, or he's no, you but know, his optics, yeah, but, his but, optics when you see it is bad. And actions know. speak way louder than words. Like yeah. I, I, I don't want to keep seeing and reading the quote. Hey, you know, it's it's an I immature decision. Yeah. I messed up. I got to take ownership and get better. Well, at some point, you actually have to get better. 
You know, I can't read that clip four times a season. I think this is like the second or third time this season that that mm-hmm. happened, you know. So, uh, you know, it's it's a shame. Like, I feel bad for Haskins, and I'm not criticizing him because he went to the absolute worst situation that he could have gone gone to in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I really don't think there's a worse situation he could have gone to. Right. Jay Gruden, when he's a dead man walking, with Dan Snyder as the owner, and then you get a defensive-minded Ron Rivera in there. They tried to make it work. And a COVID year, that's not anybody's fault. The COVID year where you don't have a, a year to, to run it. By the way, right. Scott Turner, I'm not a big fan of this offense. They can't ever score in the first freaking half. Yeah. They can't score. Like, I, I think they're the only team in the league that doesn't have a, a scoring drive in the first drive of, this, of the game. And that's that's game plan. That's the, that's the time when you can script your 10 plays, you know, the 10-play script and get your points. Right. The first drive of the game. They don't every game this year. They don't have points. That's coaching, guys. That's coaching. That's yeah, scheme. Yeah. And they, to their credit, they do a great job adjusting at halftime, and they score a lot in the second half. But come on, come on. That's coaching. Okay, that's Scott Turner. That's coaching. There's a lot of criticism. If you if you're not buying this, uh, you're not buying me. Say it, there's a lot of criticism out there from scouts and everything talking about how bad this offense is. How they have two receivers within five yards of each other constantly throughout the season. Um, which completely screws up route tree, completely screws up quarterback, brings sucks more defenders into the throwing window and all that stuff. It's, I mean, I think I look the defense is next level. The defense is going to be top five defense for like a decade with this coaching staff. I love it, but the offense is uh, is an issue. And no, I'm not rooting for them. I'm not rooting against them. I am rooting <laughs> against Daniel Snyder when the when the Washington football teams lose. And I know Dan Snyder goes to bed with uh, you know with an ulcer. That makes me happy. Man, I, I want to see the day when he sells the team and everything gets right, and I and I see you repping those colors again, man. I'll be riding you know, back. It, I'll be riding it, back like a morning dawn <laughs> on a on the back of a centaur with a bow and arrow. Yeah, man, wearing I, my burgundy and gold. Uh, you know, because you know, growing up, that's all I knew. You know, you were, you know, true and uh, yeah, true blue. Uh, you know. Uh, Redskins fan, as and, Jim Zorn would as Jim Zorn would say, I'd be wearing my maroon and black. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. He did say that. <laughs> maroon and black. The the one more Dan, before we move it on. One more Daniel Snyder thing for me just to talk about. He hire okay. He wants to hire Jim Fossil, which I don't think is the worst thing in the world. Jim Fossil took the Giants, not a particularly talented Giants team, to a Super Bowl. Okay, never got a second shot. Never got a second shot. So the Dan Snyder is going to give him a second shot. And uh, and Fossil says, hire Jim Zorn. I want him to be my offensive coordinator. I think he was back then uh, the offensive coordinator for Holmgren for the Seattle Seahawks. I believe that Holmgren was still the guy there. Dan Snyder goes on message board, and everybody's dogging Fossil on, a net, on the message board. So based on message board, Dan Snyder decides not to hire Fossil. They interview everybody, but they have an offensive coordinator now for Jim Zorn. So they start interviewing all these coaches. They're like, well... You know, I don't, I don't want him as an offensive coordinator. I want to install my own guys so they can't find anybody to take the job. And so they're like, oh, let's just promote Jim Zorn. First press conference. Happy to be in charge of the maroon and black. Effing A. Golly. One, one day there's going to be a movie, man. There's going to be a, a doc. All about the Snyder years. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be amazing. And then, like people, like every now and then, I'll post something. And they're like, "Oh, we don't want you." The fans, we don't want you. You're supporting this, right? You're giving your money to this. I'm not giving my money. You're a right. fool. What, what is it? What is it shown for you? I mean, what? It, what has it done for you? You know, he's he's ran this. You know, 
uh, franchise into obscurity, which was once a very, very proud, you know, and and competitive um, franchise. And he's just made it a mockery. You know, it's kind of like the New York Knicks. You know, the Knicks. Very Dolan, Dolan type. They're very much the same. James Dolan, who owns the Knicks, and they are very, very much the same. It's like they're the sleeping giant. Like the oh. Madison Square Garden and, um, you know, I think Washington will get a new stadium, FedEx Field or whatever. FedEx is an RFK where, you know, it was literally the, the house was rocking when things get crazy. But, like, you know, <laughs> Madison like they're these are huge fan bases begging, begging for something to root for. And then, you know, you got all these people saying the NFL is fixed. Like the NFL, like the NBA doesn't want the freaking New York Knicks to be a, right. a blue chip franchise. Like the NFL doesn't want Washington. Like one of right. its most valuable franchises, even when they suck. Uh, right. For years, by the way, for years, like in the like the 2000, like 2000 to 2010 era, like era, the most valuable franchises going back and forth were Washington, Dallas, and the Patriots when the Patriots were winning all their Super Bowls. Those are the three by a wide stretch. And I think Dallas, since they built a new stadium, are have you know basically taken the, the, the mantle once again. But Washington, right. when they build their new stadium, they'll probably be back. It's just crazy to me. And people just yeah. root for them. I'll give you one more story. There was one because you know you and me. We when I had season tickets, we would drive uh-huh. up from Florida and we would go uh-huh. to like one or two games a year. You know, to do the yeah. root Well, I did one with my wife the second time I had, I had um, tickets, um, and we were driving. It was Thanksgiving weekend, and we were driving to North Carolina. Carolina is only uh, where my brother's house is. It's only about five hours away from from the game. So I was just like, well, screw mm-hmm. it. Let's drive to Washington. Go to a game. Uh, I think the 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 Washington then Redskins were playing the San Francisco 49ers, and that was during the um, Kaepernick, you know, Harbaugh. They were really good 49ers. Um, and so I was like, let's go to let's go to that game. It was like Sunday or Monday night football, and then we'll pop down to uh, you know for for Thanksgiving and all that stuff. We get to Washington, and it's one of those like we experience one of those like 30 or 40 degree nights. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the San Francisco 49ers back when they were you know competing for Super Bowls and stuff. Right. And it's Sunday. We had done, like, the walking around D.C. thing, seen the White House, mm-hmm. the mall, all that stuff. And we were like, you know what? Or I said I said to my wife, I said, I really don't feel like, you know, freezing my ass off for for three hours dealing with parking and all that stuff to see Washington lose by 30 or 40 points. I don't want to do it. So we sold the tickets, like, two <laughs> hours before the game for a killing, you know, probably, like, three, 400 bucks. And then, right. uh, and then she's like, you know, and she, you know, you know, Kristen, she was like, you know, are you, are you sure? Are you are sure? Because sure? she didn't really want to go either. I was like, I was like, I don't, I'm not going to do it because I know how cold it is yeah, <laughs> in the yeah, stadium yeah. when you're sitting That's there. One of, that one of the coldest nights of my life was sitting in that yeah. stadium with the wind coming off the top of the thing right down my back. I thought my knees were screwed into place. I couldn't stretch them back out to walk yeah. down the street. So anyway, we sold them, made 300 bucks, and then, um, and then you know, I turned the game on and, you know, watched the losers by like 25 or something like that. Mm. So anyway, that's 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 where I am with this franchise. I'll root for him again if Snyder is not affiliated. Um, but I, I can't I can't do it. He's just he's just an evil person and an awful love owner. See, I would love to see a really good, progressive, young owner like like a Mark Cuban type come in and just be able to write write the ship there and and get get that stuff back going. The same with the Knicks, man. I you know, basketball is better when the New York Knicks are mm-hmm. are uh, are playing because there's no place that rocks like Madison Square Garden when yeah. the Knicks are good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um to to ever be in that building for a Knicks game even when they're awful 
the place is still electric and it's still, a, you know, one of the best places to watch basketball. And, yeah. um, you know, for the people saying it's fixed and all that other crap, the NBA only has one actual store. And where is the store located? It's literally located <laughs> right down the street from Madison Square Garden. Yeah, it's... And I think they want nothing more than the Knicks to be to, yeah. to, to be a, uh, a premier franchise so, again. So. <sighs> They, yeah, they, the NFL, the NFL is fixed. They want you know probably one of the top three teams to be in Buffalo, you know. <laughs> right, right. And I like Buffalo. Don't get me wrong. And I'm I'm rooting for Buffalo. You know, I always have a soft spot because Washington beat Buffalo, and then Buffalo lost four straight Super Bowls as part of that to the NFC East, by the way. But oh yeah, yeah, man, just what a what a garbage owner, what a garbage yeah. owner, a garbage franchise. Yeah, man. Anyway, uh, what else we got? The Milwaukee Bucks hit 29 three-pointers last night. <laughs> I just saw that. Crazy. This is how this league's going to go this year, man. Yeah. You're either going to – there's going to – like, if you're not hitting from three, you're probably going to lose. And then that, if a team is hitting from three, there's going to be a blowout. We've already had, like, eight 40-point blowouts, like, <laughs> this season already. It's just, you know – yeah. The three ball, the three ball, which, you know, well, I love, you know, it, it, now it's kind of, I don't know what that's going to do. I think you got to move the, the three point line back. If yeah. The NBA. They, I mean, they're going to have to do something because when you have seven, seven footers coming down and just, you know, doing pull up, you know, from, from 28 feet, 30 feet, like, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you do. I mean, you're going to lose. You're going to lose some viewerships when games aren't close uh, you know, the, at all. The percentages have to go down, and the only way to do right. that is to move it back. It's kind of like the um, what the NFL did with the extra point. You move it back, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to make it a more competitive. Because you're right. I mean, and, and I'm looking at this because I when when we all started this venture, I was betting more basketball back then. Mm-hmm. But now I, I, I find myself not betting basketball because – it doesn't matter how good the team is. It matters whether or not their their field goal percentage that night from three point is. And if they come out cold, then they're cold. And it's only about the three point. It's like you could look at the stats. Whoever has the better mm-hmm. three point percentage wins the game. And that is so very. Um, that's that's uh, it varies so much, game to game. Now you know which teams are generally going to average better, and not. But you know the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis had nine points last night, dude. Yeah. Like, you can predict that? Come on, man. They hit 29 yeah. three-pointers against a good Heat team. What is it, like 47 points the Heat lost by mm-hmm. or something? Come on. Yeah. Can't, can't do anything about that. Let's switch it to and Net- the Heat were in And the Heat were in the finals last year. I just don't, like, I don't get how you're going to, you know, and they or they're going to have to put hand-checking back in. You know, you're going to either have to ramp up the defense mm-hmm. and let guys body people more, or you're going to have to move the line back. But some of these guys are pulling up from half court without yeah. any ease, so I think you need to – they need to up the defense a little bit, make and, the rims and smaller. Get, yeah, and, and make the guys have to work a little harder to yeah to to get open for these for these shots. Yeah, but, like you know the NFL with the rules that they impose for the quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the wide receiver, they because they kind of took hand checking out of of cornerbacks and wide receivers until the playoffs. Then all all bets are off as, as <laughs> usual. But yeah, you know, the, then you get the wide open plays and all that stuff. But in the in the NBA, it's different. You don't get those sweet dunks. You don't get like the the moving and transition and all that stuff. You get pull up jumpers and it's yeah that's not fun to watch you right, know, right after a while yeah it's, it sucks yeah. anyways netflix uh netflix so i'm watching big mouth you're looking for um for a show to watch have you sampled the show yet 
I have not. I mean, because I got on this Cobra Kai fix, and mm. I'm just running through this. Tell me thing. about Cobra Kai. That's what I really wanted to talk about. Here. Cobra Kai is good, man. I was, you know, I, I, I was a huge... Um, karate Kid? Huge Karate Kid fan. You know, old school Ralph Macchio, all that. Not not the Jaden Smith new... Well, right, I didn't right. even see that. Of course, no. Yeah, no. Mr. Miyagi, you know, Ralph Macchio, Billy Zabka... Um, and this, this, uh, I was like really hesitant because the other ones just mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I was karate kid, like six years growing up for Halloween. <laughs> it just mean a lot to me. So I was just, and I wasn't going to watch it on YouTube TV. And I was like, you know what? It's probably going to be terrible. And I had heard it's good mm-hmm. from like Gooch, but yeah, right. You know, Gooch's like opinion sometimes on things like most of the time, the other yeah, I'll run the other way because if he say, you know, he's the only guy looking forward to this, you know, Bayside <laughs> reboot. Yeah, yeah. You know, because he just likes that. He lives like in the eighties. Yeah, right. Uh, right. So, so, but man, I started it uh, a few nights ago because I literally had maybe Christmas or so. I literally had nothing. I'd watched a bunch of basketball and I was like, ah, I'm going to give this Cobra Kai a. Uh, <laughs> Actually, what it was is Bill Simmons had Billy Zabka on. Oh, okay. They on did Rare? a whole interview, and I was like, you know what? I, 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 you know, everyone's saying this is good. So I started watching it. Man, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> okay. It's really good. It basically has – I don't want to give away too much, but, I mean, it's been out for a couple of years. You can mm-hmm. at least watch. The new season, I guess, comes – starts uh on the first okay but season three and it's now it's moved to netflix it's not on youtube anymore but the first two seasons that were on youtube tv are now on netflix Mm -hmm. so you can just kind of binge through it and basically what it is is it's turned around that like the whole time like (laughs) daniel was the jerk (laughs) you know and and (laughs) billy was like so it's like kind of like twisted it a little bit you know and yeah they kind of show like billy's backstory and like how he was bullied and all this stuff and um so it's like real interesting it takes place like they're 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 their age now they're in their 50s Mm -hmm. but they still have this like beef yeah this beef because ever since you know the the sweep the leg the 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 tournament when they were 17 years old basically that's ruined billy's life and has excelled daniel's life and (laughs) daniel's like this big car you know uh car dealership guy Uh. and he gives a bonsai tree to everybody that buys a car (laughs) and you know he's just real he's real cheesy and he's like kind of a schmuck but still likable you know but kind of a schmuck and like you know and billy's eating like you know ramen for dinner yeah, like it's just as an alcohol, yeah, alcoholic, you know, hmm. lives in a crappy place. Yeah, it's you know that's stuck in the '80s though. Like, still just listens to Rat and <laughs> uh, Guns and Roses, and like, you know, he's got an old Thunderbird, and you know, so it's it's just funny how you know, it's just funny how they've kind of changed it up. And it's an interesting but it's concept, really, it's really though. good. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, because, I mean, we're at the age where, you know, we were younger and, and we're older, and you can kind of see how, you know, how how you have issues with somebody when you're a teenager. You don't see or talk to them for 20 or 30 years, but you still have an issue. You still think of them negatively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah, so it— still have that, like, man, 
that guy, F that guy yeah, right? Yeah, 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 like yeah. if I see that guy at the reunion, <laughs> I'm going to punch him in the face, which I've actually, that's yeah, a direct quote. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I have, I have some very, you know, some, close, yeah. you know, feelings towards that. I mean, so. I mean me, I, I don't. But I never did to begin with, you know. I'm a different kind of different kind of person. But yeah, maybe I'm I mean, an alien. I don't know. No, you're just you're not as hothead as me, man. Sometimes I, I mean, am. you Depends. can be. Yeah, you can be. You can lose it in a grocery store, but <laughs> I, I'm more so. I'm more so more of the physical kind. You just you just get irritable at a grocery store and throw your cart down when you gotta wait for a deli line. <laughs> <laughs> Threw it across the store. <laughs> As a 35, 36-year-old guy, some old lady jumped me in the deli line. I threw it. I said, I'm out of here. We have a system. So, so sometimes it's sometimes it's like that, man. We we can't we can't control our, our inner things sometimes. Oh, uh, that's like the volcano, man. It's like I had the lava, it was up to my it was up to it was up to here, and they took me that you know, it was a straw that broke the camel's back. I need yeah, to, man, I, I need to let the pressure out somehow. That's what happens when I don't like work out. That's probably what was the whole problem is I was probably injured at the time. Mm-hmm. Which let me actually get to that. So um so last year around this time we were doing from Dad Bod to Greek God. And um it was this big kind of weight loss initiative and it was actually going great. And then I had a number of just a number of things pop up. Like it's it's just, you know, one thing after another, like well, either COVID, too. I mean, COVID was one. I had um, I had some um, some issues um, which we talked about on the podcast. I'm not going to talk about, but I couldn't run for like two two months because of one thing, and that that was really like I was at, I was I was doing really well, and then I couldn't run, like I couldn't do any workout for like two months. Then house construction, and I didn't, I could, but I didn't, which was a, you know the wrong decision. Um, then now my foot was broken for the last month. So this week I, I rested it. I iced it. I did everything. I'm, I'm running again. I ran twice this week. It actually feels really good. So I think I'm in the clear there, but I got the hernia, so I can't look. So anyway, long story short, like it's all this stuff is stacking up and it what ended up happening over the, as, as it happens to everybody else over the, the, um, the holidays is you gain weight, you know, you drink a little mm-hmm. bit more alcohol than you usually do, like a little bit more weak drinking and stuff. You eat Christmas cookies and you know, maybe go out to eat or at least now take in, take out food. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for sure. A little sure. bit more. So, you know, I, I, I gain weight. I haven't even looked at the scale because I'm afraid to look at the scale. <clears throat> and, right. But I'm worried that I'm I, I'm close to the 200 marker, I can tell you that, which is ridiculous for me. Ridiculous for me. I'm not a, I'm not a tall guy. I shouldn't be 200 pounds. So, um, so what I decided to do, I can't remember if I texted you this or not, but I'm going on the keto diet, mm-hmm. which I am, as we've talked about, I am patently against going on fad diets. I have been my entire life and I but I just don't have at this point another another choice because my body, I know it works for my body. It sprints, which I can't do because I can't take that wear and tear on my foot. Um and it's getting super cold outside. Like it's snow I can't do cardio today outside. I you know, I might be able to do the row machine, that's about it. So sprints and um and weightlifting, like heavy lifting. I can't do that because of my hernia. So what do I do? All I can do now is light jogs, maybe light stretching, and I can't even do intense yoga or Pilates or anything because of the hernia. Mm-hmm. Um, so all I can do is run and try to get my internal working to do something. So I'm going to go on the keto diet, and we're going to see how it's going to go. <laughs> um, I think it'll work, honestly. I mean, it, it, the science is out there, so it works for a mm-hmm. lot of people. But I can't say that I'm looking forward to it. 
I mean, I think it's just like with anything, if you change your stuff, you just have to have prep, you know, so you have to have stuff readily available or else it's easy to just go grab something and get off of that, you know, but I think given your circumstance, it's probably a good thing to try Mm -hmm. and see if it at least just kind of jumpstart your stuff until that's what I'm trying to do until you can get back into a thing, you know, um, where where then you get your hernia fixed and you can do your other stuff yeah. and you know get back into more of a normal thing but uh no i mean i keto's been known to work i mean it works you know um i don't think it's good like for a sustained like a sustained yeah. you know um uh thing for mm-hmm. you know somebody to do like for just their whole diet for the rest of their life um but you know um but well, I know it works. I can tell you that um, my my big long-term health issue is LDL cholesterol, which is quote-unquote bad cholesterol, yeah, yeah, the yeah. low cholesterol. You can lower your HDL, your high cholesterol, which is your good cholesterol, and lower your cholesterol score. But really, you want a good ratio there. So you want your entire mm-hmm. cholesterol to lower. Well, what I know what's going to end up happening is um, is this diet is going to lower my high cholesterol. And it's going to like do a lot of good things for my body, but I don't think it's going to touch my low cholesterol, which is worrisome. Right. So yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you, I think the guy who founded the Atkins diet had heart disease and stuff. And that's how yeah, you do it. Yeah. Your, your, your low cholesterol, your bad cholesterol is, um, if that stays elevated, even if you have good cholesterol, if your low cholesterol is too high, that's when you get heart disease. That's when you get plaque. That's when you have strokes. That's when you have heart attacks, all this stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm kind of like on a high wire here. Because I don't think it's going to help my core problem, but I also have another issue right now with sugars. Because I mean, I'm talking about willpower. Sugars specifically, mm-hmm. I like bread, but really, it's it's you know, it's like dessert. It's um, sugars and they add, and fried know, food. Sugar is, sugars and everything too, man. It like is. When corn you, syrup, when you, bread. Yeah, like anything. You know, even pizza. They put sugar in the sauce. They mm-hmm. put sugar in the in the dough you know, in a lot of places, you know, so it's the added sugar is, is the tough one to kick. Yep. You know, um, and me and my girl actually like, she does this whole 30 thing where she will eat really, really, she's really, really clean anyways, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we'll do like twice, three times a year. She'll do this whole 30 where it's 30 days of black. Yeah. It's pretty strict. Sugar cleanse kind of thing. Yeah. It's like no added, like nothing. Mm-hmm. Like no grains. It's like a list of stuff that you can eat. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, I'm going to do it with you. But I was like, we got to, I don't like doing the new year's resolution thing, but no, it yeah, seems like that's just a good thing to start something is after the holidays because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to be the weirdo. It's like, uh, I'm not drinking anything. I'm not eating anything, blah, blah, blah. So I said, yeah. all right, well let's start it like the week after, um, new year's. So, um, I said, but I want to do it with you because I actually like a challenge. Yeah, I like to do these things where I'm like, all right, let's see what I can push it to, and this will be something like I've never done. You know, when are you going to start like, it? Uh, Saturday. What is what is yeah. the date of that? Is that after the New Year? I'm starting mine yeah. on Monday, so you know what? I mean, we may as well just do a check in here. Um, I yeah. might throw it on a different YouTube channel because it doesn't really people on Underdog don't really like. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, hearing sure. our workout like, stuff. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here with that crap. But um, I'll, maybe I'll throw it on a different channel or something like that. And yeah. uh, I noticed too because I'm looking for a keto book because you said it's like all in the prep. You know, if if you have a yeah, plan, yeah, you execute the plan. Prep. It's all prep, and that's why we're going to start it Saturday. 
and most people start it Sunday or whatever. And we're like, we're just going to start it Saturday. Cause that's the day we can go. We can prep everything. We can get everything ready. And you're going to do a weigh in stuff. You're going to do a weigh in um, for that. Yeah. It's, you know, like actually like my weight is like real down and mm-hmm. like, I'm like in a good spot. It's more of just a, I know, you know, getting into 40, like I was yeah. like, I really want to like go into 40, like feeling really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, there's there's just more nutrient-based stuff that I need to be eating. Mm-hmm. And I just need to get into that thing where I'm not – and most of it's prep. Like, and not being like, uh, I don't know what to eat. I'm hungry. Let me just grab something. Or go in the pantry and it's usually – you know. so I just have to have stuff ready so that I can eat all the time that has nothing extra in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. So we'll keep track of that then. You know, I'll do a yeah. weigh-in and, you know, I have a body fat measurement thing. I'll, I'll do that and all that. And we'll see where it goes. But I'm going to make myself stick to it. I have a couple of a cheat days or something like that built in um, because, you know, just circumstances. I, yeah, I you yeah, know. Yeah. There's like a birthday party coming up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not right. you know participate. In the, you know, there's just some things I have to do. But um, well, don't have to, but I want to do, and I'm not gonna you right, know right, go right. nuts. Yeah, you're not so be the weirdo that's in the corner, like. But uh, I tell uh, you, making a big deal about it. When we were tracking this last year, I got down to a pretty good weight, and I gave myself like uh, on a Thursday, which is you know during the week, which is a no no mm-hmm. for me. On a Thursday, I went to my favorite Mexican place. We did the uh, the margaritas and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and I never got it back after that. Now that's when the injury started happening and all that stuff too so there's a lot of things but yeah. i never got back on track after that and that was like maybe june uh-huh. um so i'm probably starting at the same place i was last year but i cannot start and like you said i want to get into 40 i want to be like maybe not in the best shape of my life because it's hard to recreate your 28 year old self when you're 40 right. i mean that's just that's tough but i want to be like really good i want my my joints to feel great i want to uh-huh. be like you know um you know yoga like i want to that yeah. tb12 method i want to be pliable yeah, i started my stretching yeah. like two weeks ago where now every night you know it's usually 40 minutes of stretching that's good and i'm getting and I, you can really tell the difference man mm-hmm. in the past two weeks like i'm way more flexible and i don't hurt as mad mm-hmm. as bad in the morning you know and and i'll stretch in the shower uh, and then yeah. at night i'll stretch like in the on the ground and i have like a, a softball Oh yeah. Roll on and you know, we'll do all that stuff to kind of get all the knots out and get the things out. And it's, you know, it's, it's been a big help. Yeah. So we'll see, man, we'll see where it goes, but at least the diet that way, if my body keeps crumbling on me, (laughs) you know, at least the diet will, uh, will hopefully ramp some stuff up and, you know, be a healthy way. But then I'm going to go in and I'm going to get my blood work done. Like I'll probably, because the doctor, after my, my cholesterol was so high, the doctor said, well, He's like, you exercise so much, and I was at that point. He's like, you exercise so much that this looks like it's more hereditary to me. So he's like, why don't you try? I was like, I don't know, Doc. I mean, I, I've been eating nothing but nothing but fried food for like months, right. so it, it it could be the diet too. It's like, well, why don't you give it, you know, um, whatever. Come in after the new year, we'll get blood run, and if your blood runs still bad when you're eating your healthy diet, then we got to start talking about medication. So I want to avoid all that stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want anything like that. As so much I just, as possible, you don't want to get on that train. Yeah, and I, th- I, I think really, you know, your booze can, um, you know, it's sugar and booze, man. That that stuff and 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 fried food. I eat like a, you know, like a like a twenty two year old. I can't do that anymore. Yeah, dude. And I did that over this break, man. And I have been lately, and I'm kind of going out on a last hurrah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I'm kind of like, ah, oh, screw it, you know, like. <laughs> so are we uh, this week, right? Yeah, man. Like, I, yeah, I ate like a, like a, like a fourteen-year-old. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's just bad. Tastes but good though. I'm like, but that's why I'm like, I'm like now I'm excited because I do feel like crap. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It's like you just you food hangover. It. It, it it's real. Yeah, you start to feel it, man. You're like the sodium or mm. everything else. Like you just you just feel it. You know, so it, I, I'm ready. I'm gonna go out with a bang and drink a good amount on. Uh, New Year's and then just cut it cut it off at least for the month and then get on a more um, just a better eating habit you know going into next year but yeah so let's hit 2021 strong brother well cool you're doing it I'm doing it at the same time so let's uh, let's compare notes to see what's going on cool brother all right well on that note man I think we can end the show you got anything else to talk about no nah, man, it won't be good. Let's make uh, 2021 a lot better. Goodness, so. Let's put 2020 behind us. Let's, let's, I <laughs> cannot wait. All right. Uh, yeah, everybody, be good. Have a good weekend. Have a, enjoy your New Year's. Wear your masks. Welcome to, Welcome the, podcast. to the podcast. Functional sports are all it. Sam and Sean, too, they beat. Sports in real life. They got real lives. Better tune in every week. Don't miss the podcast. Touch you might get put on blast. And you know just what we call it. Functional sports and calling. Yeah, yo, sport addicts with real lives. Talking about real life, they real nice. Going cray on the Netflix late nights. And they build an NBA, keeping it game tight. Reppin' the 407, Old Town. And nine fours when they met, now they hold it down. Talking life, talking real social issues. All lighthearted, so don't bring your tissues. And don't talk stupid, cause Sean might lose it. You love sports, this podcast strikes like Cupid. Taking road trips, why not just for kicks? Sean going global, you know why? YOLO. And don't get him started on Gooch Givens. They here to spit knowledge, no time for the dishes. Aging like a fine wine, sipping in the kitchen. Gray in the beard, got wisdom, so listen. Functional sports are all it. Sam and Sean, too, they be. Sports in real life, they got real lives. Better tune in every week, don't miss the podcast. Cause you might get put on blast.